0: Marvel Lights. This is Agent M, Ryan Panagos, Executive Editorial Director of Marvel Digital Media Group. This is a This Week in Marvel mini podcast, a shortened version, an interview specific podcast. And my guest right now is Chris Baker, Manager of Licensed Games. Or, no? No? My title recently changed to Interactive Manager.
1: Congratulations. It's not a promotion, it's just a title change, but hey, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that signals something, <laughs> I, I assume. And how long have you been to Marvel? I've been at Marvel for a little over four
1: years now, it's hard to believe. It's gone by really fast, and I've really enjoyed it the whole time, and just a great place to work. I'm in the video game division. I've got a bit of a video game background, and just working with Marvel heroes and games every day
0: is kind of a dream come true. So you you mentioned your background in games. Tell us a little bit about how you got to Marvel as the, what is it, interactive manager? Interactive
1: manager, yes. I started in the games industry. I worked on the official U.S. PlayStation magazine from about 2000 to 2004. From there, I actually went to LucasArts, and I worked in TR there and I met a producer there who actually was my first boss here at Marble and he actually needed a right hand man and I, I was actually looking to, to get into production in some way video game production from PR because my heart was more in that and and it took a little bit, but eventually I made the move from San Francisco to Los Angeles to join the guys at Marvel Studios and, and start working on Marvel games. Uh, that was, like, late 2007.
0: What are some of the games that you've worked on specifically? Because you don't work on every game.
1: Right, that's true. I work on a lot of the Activision stuff. So, like, I guess my first... Activision game was Spider-Man Web of Shadows. I worked on Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, Wolverine, Shattered Dimensions, Edge of Time, working on the amazing Spider-Man game now. I did some of the Sega stuff. Marvel Pinball is uh, one of my favorite things that I get to work on because I'm a big pinball fan and the guys at Zen Studios are just amazing at at what they do there.
0: Well, Before you keep going, we had some big Marvel Pinball news recently break. Tell the fans a little bit about it. Avengers
1: Chronicles is going to be a four-pack comes out in May at some point still a little bit to be determined in the exact date but we're taking a different approach with this pack of pinball machines as opposed to like character based ones like we've done in the past which is you know Spider-Man, Wolverine, Blade, Moon Knight you know we've done a lot of tables for characters but this time we're taking an events route and the core event is actually the Avengers movie coming out. You may have heard something about it. It is basically like you know back in the day in the 80s and 90s you'd always get like a pinball machine in arcades based on these movies and uh, we're actually doing the video pinball version kind of, you know, it it basically speaks to the plot of the film. Uh, And in that same way, we have comic events in this pack. Uh, Fear itself, which we just, of course, went through in in comics. Then there's Infinity Gauntlet, which is actually my personal favorite in the team.
0: Yeah, that's definitely the best thing we'll ever do. We should close up shop. (laughs) Well, except for one other thing, but I'll get to that.
1: Yeah, Infinity Gauntlet is so cool because the Infinity Gems all become pinballs themselves and they all have powers that reflect the the power that they cover so like the time gym will speed up things and slow things down just at random I I think uh, the one that people are going to either love or hate is the reality gym which changes reality by literally turning the table upside down
0: (laughs) it's really trippy it's like when we say turns it upside down that you may think it's one thing you have to see it to really appreciate or hate it As as you will.
1: Yeah, you know, it it, it takes some getting used to, but you will get used to it, and you can actually beat the mode. It's not impossible. Oh, and and the last table is World War Hulk, uh, which, of course, is based on the World War Hulk story. Actually, one of the, probably the biggest character, I guess even literally the biggest character we (laughs) haven't done yet is Hulk. And the World War Hulk table kind of, not only encompasses the story of World War Hulk, but you get things like classic rivalries between Wolverine and the Thing, and uh, you get Rick Jones there kind of telling the story of how Hulk uh, helped him out, and uh, or Bruce Banner helped him out to become the Hulk and that sort of thing. You even get a nice uh, cameo from the Punisher.
0: Ooh. Now, when I was at Marvel Studios here in Los Angeles last, which was, I think, um, at the end of January for the Avengers movie thing I did, I said to you, this is great, but you need to do an Executioner song table. How are we progressing on the Executioner song table? I will say we are exactly at the same spot where we were
1: when you. <laughs> that's
0: so that's gonna happen. That's Chris Baker is confirming that we're gonna have an Executioner song table. And this is the twentieth anniversary of Executioner song this year, twenty twelve. So. I see that. Let that be a thing that pushes it forward. But, but isn't, like, the
1: 25th anniversary a bigger deal, since it's, like, the silver anniversary? want
0: We're here say, right now. We can't guarantee we'll be here in five years. Let's make sure this thing happens. Uh, yeah, I, it would be great, but I don't know. That, I think just this week in Marvel listeners appreciate it for its beauty. Absolutely. What, what would
1: be in an executioner's song table? Like, what would the pinballs do that makes it unique...
0: That's a good question, I hadn't thought that far, but you'd have to be on the moon at some point, you'd have to battle Strife, there'd have to be a part where Apocalypse is all gooey and in the middle of regenerating, I mean there's a lot of fun there beats you, make you can do. There's some
1: interesting gravity things with the moon, you could make the ball, uh, I believe the moon has one-sixth the gravity of Earth, but I think I remember that from middle school. Yeah, you could, could make the, the ball
0: lighter or something. You could do. I'm I'm sure there are fun little side missions if you 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 get in. So you have to face the MLF, or you have to face the Dark Riders and different pieces and, and things here. Yeah. Think, think on it, Chris. Uh, I will. Okay. Uh, another big game you're working on right now, The Amazing Spider-Man. Indeed. Yeah, it's coming
1: along nice. Just I've been playing it recently. The the combat, I think, is what people are gonna really dig. Of course, we also have turned to free roam, which I know a lot of people are excited about. And it's kind of just a, a cool kind of take on the Spider-Man mythos in the same way that like when Ultimate was a new thing, you know, like we've got a lot of uh, classic villains in there, but it's kind of a different take. The fits with kind of this new movie universe. You know, we've revealed Rhino and actually Iguana, which, to be honest, I didn't even know there was an Iguana when we started making this game. Uh, He's been at something like three issues. But you know, he is a Spider-Man character and he is actually attached to the Lizard, who you know, of course, is is part of the movie. And, and, you know, the big thing with this whole movie is kind of the the cross-species thing, where uh, a Lizard is cross-species, and so... When you take characters, like, you actually sometimes come up with the DNA of all these different, like a a rhinoceros with human DNA or uh, an iguana with human DNA. Just check out Marvel.com, and there's some interesting bios on those characters, and we'll be announcing more. And they're not all like that, too. I should point that out. that Not every single character that you'll see is like a kind of a cross-species version. It's more traditional.
0: Take. Cool. It down what exactly do you do in your position like what what does that mean to be the, the interactive manager at Marvel games for for Marvel
1: so my core responsibility overall is to make sure that all the characters and story and everything basically feels like they do in their source material say you know, whether it's comics or movies or or what have you or you know maybe we're, we're even uh, doing sort of a new kind of take sometime that that'll happen every so often as well but it's basically to make sure that everything Marvel in the game feels as Marvel as it should. Oh, another game... that I probably should have mentioned that people like uh, is uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. That's I was just
0: thinking about that. Probably
1: the actually the biggest game <laughs> I may have done so far. <laughs> that I think is a great kind of kind of way that we were in that particular game we were able to add just a ton of Easter eggs and stuff. If you look at like a, a New York level, you might see things like like feast in the background, which is where you know. Oh, right. From, for a
0: second uh, I was
1: like oh right yeah, yeah. <laughs> from uh, Dan Slots*, New Ways to Die on Amazing Spider-Man you'll, you'll just see like all these Easter eggs and you know there's tons of references to older costumes and that sort of stuff and and it was my job to make sure all that got in there and was right and all that and, you know you, you can't do everything you want to do but you try to do as much as you can
0: yeah. do you have a favorite character or, or series that you've
1: loved since you were a kid you know it's it's a boring answer, but Spider-Man and Wolverine are my my Marvel guys. It's I, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I I really like those characters, and I always find myself even even when I try to diversify my profile, if you will. I you know, I always find myself responding to Spider-Man and Wolverine more than anybody. I just enjoy those characters. Yeah.
0: And you also mentioned that you love pinball games but do you have a particular genre or style of video game that you prefer most? I
1: guess you would just call me an action gamer first and foremost but I play a lot of RPGs lately. Not not so many in, in volume but definitely in time. I think I sunk about 150 hours in the Skyrim recently.
0: I'm at like hour 80 or something <laughs> like that and it's just there's so much to do. Yes.
1: I got 970 of the thousand a points. I realized that I screwed myself because the Daedric, there's this thing where you have to get the 15 Daedric items and if you're a nice guy once or twice then you, you, you screw yourself out of it mm. and uh, I did not realize that I had to be so evil the entire time. So. I was only evil most of the time, and not 100% of the time. Together.
0: I've gotten two of the Daedric items. They're good. They're they really good. good items. They are good. Yeah. Just keep being terrible. I can keep do that. Terrible. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good at being awful. Make like that achievement. Yeah. 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 Cool. What are you excited about this year from Marvel? Whether it's comics or movies or games or what have you.
1: Well, comics-wise, I think everyone's excited about uh, Avengers vs. X-Men. It's, I think it's going to wind up being the biggest event we've ever done. It's like something you can just say the title and you know what it means. Yeah. You, you know, as big as Civil War was, you kind of had to get a little bit of explanation uh-huh. on what that meant. Yeah, and I, I'm completely looking forward to that. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to the movies coming out, too, Avengers and, and Spider-Man. I've seen the the preview of uh, Spider-Man in 3D, and it, it is, uh, it looks so great. I'm not the type of person who either loves or hates 3D. I, I try to take it with a grain of salt, but like this is one I definitely need to see that in 3D. Games-wise, yeah, of course the Spider-Man game is coming. Uh, you'll start to hear a lot more about uh, the MMO, Marvel Heroes. Uh, we don't have a release date for that yet, but... Uh, forward to uh, learning yeah. more about that, especially that's not my game. So I'm actually literally like <laughs> 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 learning more about it. I, I know more than you do right now, but a lot of fun. The Avengers Chronicles pinball is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then there's actually a couple other things that are, are pretty exciting. Yeah. I can't talk about them yet.
0: Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to talk about them this summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. And if we can't, then that means we're holding back on. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I think that's a good point to end on. Thank you, Chris. Chris, how can fans contact you, find you on, say, Twitter?
1: On, say, Twitter. Okay, well, I run the official uh, Marvel Games Twitter, which is called Marvel Blip, which is named after an 80s video game magazine Marvel used to do. Uh, Marvel Blip, all one word. And then there's just me personally is uh, C. 76 cbake76 there you go
0: strami just wandered in he's looking at us all askew sorry strami you're not part of this interview we're done if you guys have questions for us tweet to at agent underscore m or at strami use the hashtag this week in marvel we'll be back with more episodes of this week in marvel every week yeah this is marvel your universe